Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly for you by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us in iTunes or at Acast. So we've got a, a Yellow Army podcast with a little bit of a difference this week. Richard is on holiday, soaking up the sunshine in Torquay somewhere. Uh, and I'm joined by a special guest for this week's podcast. I'm joined by comedian, actor, writer, singer, presenter and Torquay United fan, Charlie Baker. Welcome, Charlie. Hey, Guy, how are you doing? I'm on, I'm on the ice to you and Yellow Army. Yellow Army, indeed, absolutely. So you—that's uh, your Wikipedia entry, and as we know, Wikipedia never lies. You're you're a versatile fella, but you're a Talkie United fan through and through, aren't you? First and foremost, Talkie United fan have been since I was ten. <laughs> yes, but when people, when people read my CV out to me, I always think, is there anything I can do? Uh, yeah, um, well. so, <laughs> <laughs> I've always tried to do a lot of things, so I'm hopefully never particularly out of work for long. Good stuff. You, I mean, you, you, you're homeschooling at the moment. You've got um, you've got a couple of willing pupils at home there, I believe. Well, they're, they're not they're not they're not that willing, but they're quite willing. Yes. When I say I'm homeschooling, I'm not homeschooling. I'm homeschooling my children. You know. Yeah. Um, although I'm quite enjoy, I'm quite enjoying it, guy. I, 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 I wasn't the best pupil at school. I I was good at the things I enjoyed the things I was good at. Yeah. And then, but science and maths passed me by, to be honest. Um. But uh, I'm, I feel like I'm a lot better at it this time around. So I might, I might redo my maths GCSE. See if I can finally get that C. Do you reckon? Yeah, that might be a whole. <laughs> that might be a thing after lockdown. People who've who've been doing the homeschooling with their kids suddenly realise, yeah, I could probably uh, could probably have another go. go. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, well, I mean, it's also yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's also good. You know, I've really for the homeschooling, we've, we've boosted up the Wi-Fi, and we've got all the. All the, all the, all that going around, all the whole, whole house, you know. But also, that is really good for when I want to watch the Talk United stream. I mean, that is the real, <laughs> the real reason is I can in the evening disappear off to another room and have a really strong Wi-Fi to watch whatever match I paid nine pound for. That's always good, isn't it? Mine started breaking up a bit at the Solihull Moors game, but um, it, it came, oh, it came back in good time. It was. Um, we'll talk about it was the only game. Seven pound fifty. What more do you want? That was a bargain, wasn't it? Yeah. Seven pounds. I thought they might have got it from Trago. <laughs> a Trago seven pound fifty. Yeah, it was pretty good though. I thought I thought they did pretty well. The um, a couple Great of co- choice of camera angles, De- decent commentary. Yeah. Although I, I I don't think they quite got the Matt Buse penalty shout at the end right. But never mind, they were getting tired no. by then. They, I tell you what, it's if, if there's any benefits and pros come out of this lockdown, I think. I think the the streaming and the, a bit more access that we get to the clubs and 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 I've watched every game yeah, this year. Yeah. Which for me, as an exile, um, and I can normally get to between five and ten games a year. And for me, as an exile, I feel so much more connected to the club and and to what's going on and, and the players and and. I mean, I I, I know the argument against keeping it going, and especially the three o'clock on a Saturday. Mm. But there, there must be there must be some way of keeping it going, yeah. In, in the future, because you know, grow, you know, you, you're the Herald Express there, guy. And you've been 
a while. And, and yeah. so I started watching in 1986. And that was the lifeline to the club, the Herald Express. Because what, watching it, when you watch a smaller club, when you watch a small lower league club, you can't find it. No, that's true. Twitter didn't exist. Nothing existed. So the only connection we had to what was going on at the club was the Herald Express, or and on Sunday the Sunday Independent, mm. and and you and so the service that you've provided over the years, and and even down to the updates you do, that used to be the live streaming. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You know, you know the, the, I used to love, that's one way I used to follow, you know, I've travelled the world as a comedian, as an actor, and, I've, I've, and and wherever I am in the country, now I can always catch up on it in some way. But growing up, it would literally be, yeah. I'd find out the result from the night before it, when Dad brought the paper home from work, or, 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 so, or find out about, Lee Sharp moving to Man United or whatever on the yeah. back of the Herald. There wasn't on the there wasn't it, internet, was there? So I sound like an old man, but I'm just saying to you that the connection that your paper has with the club and has and and so is is in the same wheelhouse as for me as Talk United. So I I, I put you all in the same box because it, it reminds me of home, I suppose. Oh, it's a, that's a great thing. I mean, that's. It, it, we're sitting here with the, the paper just out on the streets and it's always nice that, um, you know, people do feel that affinity with the paper. But so, yeah. so you first came into Talker United supporting, you're saying about 86. So that was a pretty yeah. momentous time uh, back then. You were um, you, you were a Talkie supporter at the time of the Great Escape. Um, yeah. I, so, yeah, the Great Escape. My first game is Burnley. I, got the pro- I bought the programme the other day. Yeah. Um, I've been looking for it for absolutely ages. Uh, absolutely ages and then um, Andy Charles who's uh, you know I don't know if you know Andy big Talk United fan and uh, big non-league watcher and big ground hopper yeah. he pointed me in the right direction of where to get more or less any programme that you, you wanted so I, I bought the I bought the Talk TV Burnley from 1986 the home match which my dad took me to yeah. I was convinced it was a midweek but it wasn't it wasn't um uh, that's why I think I've not been able to find it because I was convinced of it, but it wasn't. And uh, it was a draw. Yeah. I remember we sat in the family end, and I, I, I really remember. Oh, I really just—I don't remember the match or anything, but I just really remember that feeling of going in with my dad, and oh, this is a new thing. Because I've always liked show—I've always liked show business. Yeah. I mean, I've done show business, and my nan ran a guest house in Babacombe, Um and so she would get free tickets for her stuff to the Princess Theatre. Yeah. Um, so we, for putting up a poster or whatever, you know, or telling her, telling her uh, uh, people who stayed at her guest house to to go and to go and see whatever show, you know. Yeah. Um, so we get given tickets to see Crankies or Jimmy Cricket or the Grumbleweeds, all those um, good old acts. Um, the ones that came so back year after year. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
that one. You know there's football down the road, don't you? Like, oh, right, well, let's go and see that, you know. So, yeah, that, that match. I, mean, I think we went to a few matches. I was always convinced I went to the Great Escape match. And yeah. then mum told me, they were, oh, no, we, didn't, we, were, at Yunnan, we were at Yunnan. Oh, so, no. I would, have, yeah. I would have just read about it in the paper, you know. I would have just read about I would have just seen that picture of Bryn and Jim McNichol yeah. in the paper. It's like the um, it's like the Sex Pistols at the Hundred Club, isn't it? If everybody who said they were there actually Everyone were there, there. yeah, there'd be oh, a million. Yeah, on, the, uh, on the Netflix, my dad, my dad used to have a board uh, 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 around the perimeter for his yeah. garage. My dad ran a uh, key garage, spear garage, and you can have it. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Um, and he used to have a, a board around the perimeter, and it's right, and it's right next to where the players run out. Used to be the, the board, um, and uh, yeah. of course, all the footage of of that day. Is shot from that side. So I thought, oh, well, Dad's board will be in the documentary or on the on the footage of the Great Escape. But of course, it's all, it's all shot. It is, yeah, yeah. It's all shot from the from the what now is Briscoe's bench, you know. Um, and, so, uh, but and yeah, but that was always good as well. When Dad having a board and that connection to the club, you know, little bit of little bit of showbiz magic where you see. Dad's, oh yeah, dad's connected to the club, you know. And um, you, your dad was a fan because there's, there's a lot in that, you know. You you first go to the football with your dad or with your mum, um, yeah. you know, and, and it and becomes a family a thing, really. doesn't it? He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't really a fan guy. He wasn't he's not a big he's not a big football fan. Mm. Um, I think because he worked so hard, he worked he worked six days a week his whole life, um, uh, and he and he's still around. He, he goes he likes Chiefs more than the yeah. uh, girls at the moment. Um, but uh, he, uh, he must have had, he must have had an interest. He must have, I don't know, maybe he got a couple of tickets or something because of that having the board up. But but uh, he, he used to like football and he used to like talking United. But it wasn't his main thing. And he's and he lived in Newton Abbott his whole life. You know, he's yeah. born and bred Newton Abbott. So he's, he's, he he always had an interest, but it mm. wasn't a big thing in his life. But I think because I liked, I was just football mad at the time. Yeah. Look at that. yeah. Um, <laughs> That you know, what do you do with a ten-year-old boy? You try and tire him out, don't you? Yeah. You try and take yeah. him out and run him around like a small dog. So I think, <laughs> oh look, you've got to, obviously got an interest in this. Yeah. So let's take him to this. But yeah, so then eighty-seven with the match. I the match that really, really switched me onto it was the Tottenham Hotspur match. Oh, the Derek Dawkins game. Derek Dawkins. Yeah. And I bought that program. I thought I've got, I've got my actual one at home somewhere. Yeah. But I thought well, I'm going to get a spare. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Not home Never grow up. Um, <laughs> Never grow up. Yeah, so that's the key to it all. It's a trick, isn't it? Don't it grow is. up is a trick. That's it. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, I was looking at the squad they, that we played that night. It's their first team. No one's playing second. The reserves then. Oh, they, no, the league, the league cup, uh, the league cup was still respected back then, wasn't it? By the um, the biggest yeah. of the clubs, it was. Uh, it was a heck of a game. Did what you, a night! What a night! Did you run on and uh, did you run on and kiss the yeah, dude? I yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you and you and I both. I stand top side. <laughs> yeah. Towards the middle, but right down the front, and we used to bang the bang the bang the horn in. <laughs> you know, bang, 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 and and, and you, you were so close up. You know, it's pretty Hillsborough, so you could get you could you'd be right on the pitch more or less. And, yeah. And then when you run on the pitch, I'm in the picture actually. There's a little. There's a, I'm very. I'm in the picture with. Of, uh, duty on the. Oh on yeah, the, I'm going to look that out now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I just remember as a kid running on, and these these men. I mean, they're twenty year old kids now. You realise, don't you? But these men. Yeah. Just massive giants of, of the 
like you'd never met, just big sweaty. Yeah. You know, I remember shaking hands with Don O'Reilly, and that's a long time after. But just thinking, your hands are massive. I shook hands with John Gittins once yeah. on the pitch. I think he just shinned it in from about two yards <laughs> to get a draw. And it, it was like, it's like a, yeah. they're just giants, and he's sweaty, and just sort of visceral reaction to it is, is, is just sticks with you, doesn't it? The emotion of it. Yeah. I always say it's not about the football. It's about, it's about all your memories and, and, and growing up and, well, yeah. and moments of joy. And, but that night, the 1987, yeah. 1987 night, just, I remember, I remember, do you, do you remember the advert at the time guy that was, um, he said, Oh, hold on, sorry, it's my daughter. Hold on, I'm saying, thanks, Betty. Right, I've got, I've got on again. So going. Sorry, that's my daughter's been at homeschooling there, yeah. guys. Live. No, that's good. Live, You're live homeschooling. Um, yeah. <laughs> someone, it was nil-nil, and it was nil-nil forever, wasn't it? Yeah. About seven years, minute. And about the beginning of the second half, there was an advert around at the time, and it all went quiet. We were, we were beating them. Yeah. We were thrashing them, I thought. And he went, some bloke went, I've never known a night <laughs> like it. I do, yeah. <laughs> and the top side fell about, absolutely yeah. fell about laughing. But what a what a side! If you look that side up that played that night, mm. it's it's oh, would, would do well in any league in any in the world. That yeah. and to beat them, just I mean, you always forget about the second leg and you have to write that off. But yeah, so to, and, then, it, yeah. and then to support Talk United. That's what it is. It's a special club. I was talking to someone the other day saying, no, everyone thinks he's in that. And, but we've had to bring, we've had that night, we've had all sorts of nights like that. Yeah. We've stayed up because other teams um, haven't had good enough grounds. Yes, of course. Steve yeah, yeah. Chairman who had a flipping uh, doll, yeah. a ventriloquist doll. Yeah. And parrots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That happen. yeah. 13 minutes last night of, of over time yeah. <laughs> it's just part of the course yeah that's someone true should tell the, someone should tell the players this before they start look you're gonna lose in the 89th minute yeah four times a season and there's nothing you can do about it because we've changed the players we've changed the manager we've changed the stadium yeah <laughs> we've changed everything it's just the talk united way it's just what happens anyway, i'll let you speak I, now sorry Kai, i've got no, no, that's good. And and when we do lose in the 89th minute, it's always to a team 14th or below in the league, isn't it? Exactly. I was talk, talking exactly. to talking to my mum last week. My mum is 93, but she follows Talker okay. United, follows the game. And she said, who are you playing on Saturday? I said, Halifax. She said, where are they in the league? I said, 14th. We should beat them. And she, but sharp intake of breath. She said, you shouldn't say that. You always yeah. come unstuck against the teams down at the bottom of the league. Yeah. And she's absolutely yeah. right. So um, your mother knows she's best. Absolutely right. Scunthorpe was always the one. Oh well, we never beat Scunthorpe. Yeah. That's what I, <laughs> I don't think we ever beat Scunthorpe. Something about Scunthorpe, we always go around. Well, yeah. Never beat Scunthorpe. I don't. Don't think we ever beat them. You know, it's a special. It's. A, I know everyone thinks their football club is. And you know, I do. I work at Talk Sport now, and yeah. I speak to lots of football fans all the time, and everyone thinks their club is special. But I, I, I just go. No, there's something about this. This team has always punched, uh, punched yeah, above its yeah. weight. Something about the area that punches above its weight has a little bit of magic in it. You go down to Babacombe on a, on a on an afternoon in, in the summer. Yeah, you could be anywhere in the world, guy. Can you? You could be. You could be. You know, you go go down Alderton Beach, where you could. 
be anywhere in the world. Yeah. You, you will beat it. You can't beat it. No, you're right. You're right. So, Charlie, obviously work and presumably studies took you away from South Devon, but you've always stayed a Torquay fan. You've never been tempted to stray from um, from the, the, the yellow and blue? Never, ever, ever. Good man. Ever. Despite, <laughs> despite people, you know, even all our fallow years. People, would say, people could say these are our fallow years. <laughs> you know, and I go, no, no, because it's not about the... the not about the football a lot of the time for mm. me. I mean, I, I really have a huge emotional connection to it. Yeah. And I, sometimes it gets, and, and it's always whether, like, lockdown, mm. I think it's been so important during lockdown for sanity and mental health. And, and I think I've got quite into it even more, and even more, if it's possible, even more than I was, because it is that touchstone. It is that yeah. rock in a storm of, of, Oh, here, there's some normality. There's something normal. Mm. You know, the fact that football kept going, the fact that we had I had Talkie thirty years ago. I had it twenty years ago. I had it when I was a student. I've had Talkie United when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I've had Talkie United when I was uh, starting my family. You know, and now now we've got it during this period of history. The fact that it's just always there. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's it's like a warm coat, you know. And so, yeah. so when you put that warm coat on. Win or lose, the fact that the boys are, are, are running out and playing, and that's all I wanted to do this season really is play. Yeah. You know, I'd love, I mean, I'd absolutely love us to go up. I'd absolutely, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely love it. But it's not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna stop me ever watching them. No, no, no. That's right. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Club, yeah. I think I, I will be honest. I think I would struggle with a Phoenix club. I don't know. Maybe you're so you look and speak to Berry fans, and they're just bereft, you know. Mm. It's like a it's proper grief for yeah. Macclesfield fans, you know. Um, I think we came uh, we came close to that. We came close to being in that situation. Yeah. Uh, thirteen, fourteen years ago, with with he who shall not be named taking over the yeah. club. But um, you know, it, it, in general, this has been a, a pretty well run club down the years, and continues to be so. I think. Yeah, I think I think so. You look at the, the, the cloths appears to be cut accordingly, and you know, just through work, you've, I've, I've been privileged to be able to speak to people inside the club or management or players, and, and there's not a and you know off the record as well, guy, and you must get that sort of thing mm. as well behind the curtain sort of thing and there doesn't seem there never seems to be any trouble no. with what's going on or and you speak to you know I speak to pros quite a lot at work and and you'll mention a club and they go oh well there's trouble there there's trouble yeah. I'd be surprised if yeah. you, see, you know and you go oh right so you know when there's when there's problem with the, the club um, I think the most important thing is has been Always that people understand it's just about getting team out on a Saturday and playing ninety minutes and, and wherever they are, yeah. wherever you know, like the National League South. I, you know, people would say, "Oh, it's the lowest point in our history." That was it's a cracking uh, season, though, that, wasn't it? That was an absolute dream. <laughs> that was so some. That was some season. Yeah, yeah. So imagine, guy, we'd gone through this whole whole thing, putting all this energy and emotion into this team we've never seen them win actually win something no that's right you know, that's right actually to actually win that trophy yeah and and with that team and the way we did it 
and the story and to, and, to do and it so well way, yeah yeah just the way just the way the management team came in and gary came in and mm. he obviously runs on momentum gary doesn't he you he, know he, he runs on getting in getting it going proper positivity yeah and the man could the man could make a lot in in business i think in speaking because whenever i've spoken to him for two minutes whatever i've gone away with a little spring in my step yeah He's playing with a smile all the time, isn't he, Ben Whitford? You, you could see it in uh, Albert Solihull. Yeah. Confidence, isn't it? And, yeah. And that's what I think we've lost in the in the last few games, not last night, but before last night. Yeah. I felt like we'd lost confidence. Teams are coming at us, and we're like, mm. we're like, oh, backing off, backing off, backing off. And it's like, no, how we were winning was we were driving forward and going and going and going, and just that confidence. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you look at Reedy, you know, you look at Reedy, you know. Yeah. Oh, he, he just, changed him completely, didn't he? Just giving him the confidence, he's telling him that he wanted him to get on the end of things instead of being exactly. trying to start told things. told him he's a good footballer, yeah. played him in the right position and told him he's a good footballer. And it just, yeah. it seems simple, mm. but, but, it, but it obviously isn't. It's obviously really clever what they do, you know. I don't know how I got onto that, but yeah. <laughs> just, um, but it, I mean, it's... It, we were saying the, the period up to Christmas was kind of a, a golden era for Torquay fans, like the National League South season. Suddenly everything yeah. was going our way. And I don't see any reason why we can't get that back. If we can get some of the injured players back in, Scott Bowden looks like a decent signing, although he hardly got no, to touch the ball sure. last night. But, um, you know, it, it, I, I don't see any reason why we can't get that back. Yeah, yeah, we've that's had, true. We've had our, you know, we're basically, you know, I'm not saying that's our B team, but, but we've got 11 players out, we've got mm. a whole squad out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got a lot of talisman out, got a lot, a lot of, a lot of our strongest yeah. um, players out. And, it's, and you know what the game's like now, it's not about the 11, it's about the, the, the bench. Yeah. So, you, you know, like last night, they brought on a six foot nine inch striker <laughs> to try and... He's a giant. He's an absolute you know, giant, that lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's a giant, six foot nine. And, I mean, remember when we played Dulwich Hamlet, was it? Or Yeah. Um, in the National League South, and they had the world's tallest keeper, do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> remember that? He played, and that was the day um, uh, Stan uh, Whedon went round the line as well. The line, the, the line, the line again, yeah. Out the, <laughs> and, 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 but, 
you know, that was, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but just I, I always want, fact in my head. I always, want to keep, uh, head. I always want to keep calling him Burt Whedon, but that was somebody completely different, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's a guitarist, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but what I mean is, the bench, we've had no bench. We've had, we, we've had players on the bench, mm. but it's like, it was a back to the 90s bench for yeah. me. When, we used to, when we'd look at our bench and we'd go, well, Ashley Yeoman is supposed to be a good yeah. finisher, but I've not, I've not seen it on the pitch yet. You know, or, you know, look to have a go, Ashley Yeoman, lovely young man, I'm sure. And, and, Absolutely. And became a but became yeah. a professional footballer, which is much, much a really high level thing to do. But you would look at the bench sometimes, and you go, "Oh, we haven't got a bench," and that's what it felt like over the last. And that's that must be where the confidence. Is. Yeah, and, and last night, for instance, we had, we had four forwards and a goalkeeper on the bench last night. So you can you can see how short we are. Good job we had a keeper, wasn't it? Good job um, we had a keeper. Yeah. Poor bloke! What a debut! Came on, let one in. Yeah. Into the game. Yeah, caught caught the ball from a corner and was glad the referee blew the whistle. Well, there you go. What is the goalkeeper situation, guy? Do you know? Do, is, is, is he allowed? Is McDonald's allowed to play um, well, the, in the trophy? I need to check that because what's happened um, up to now is that you serve the suspension in the competition that you get the booking or the sending off in. But I'm not sure yeah. if that changes whether between two yellows and a straight red. I think that McDonald could play at Woking on Saturday, but would be banned uh, for the following league game. But don't take that as gospel. I need to check that. It's very confusing. But um, it's confusing. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, the goalkeeper situation. I mean, Lucas Kovalan. I hear that he may be back in training. I mean, it would be good if he is. I mean, but no disrespect to James Hammond, who came on in a really difficult situation last night. I'm sure he's a decent young keeper. Um, and, you know, if he ends up playing at Woking on Saturday, then I'm sure he'll give a good account of himself. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's but, a part of me that just thinks Hartlepool at home. Yeah. Third, on the back of a 5 0 defeat in, front, in the cameras. In an ideal world, yeah. you wouldn't. But you know, it's um, you know, these are tricky, tricky times for um, Gary and Aaron to, yeah. to juggle this squad with all those injuries. I mean, Kyle Cameron going down against Halifax on Saturday was the last thing we yeah. wanted to see. Although, having said that, I thought Sharing and Lewis um, did a fine job in the middle last yeah, I night. Think we've got back up there, and it's it great having Ben Winter back. He just, yeah. he just, just looks so much more balanced, and he's, he's, he's a real, he's a real such a good player, isn't he? There's another yeah. one. Yeah, he's and, and driven on, you know, in turn. I mean, with the Aaron Downs as well, you know, just just looks like a proper league player when he when he, he does, and he comes on in, in in the best sense as well. He's unspectacular, isn't he, Ben? He can get through yeah. a game, and you you barely even notice he's there until you think back to all the good stuff that he's done um, well, on the quiet. Away guy, woke, woke away the three old guy. I was coming to that, yeah. <laughs> you were there, when you? You, you were at that one, weren't you? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand. I can understand that. I don't like the red planet. 
like the yellow planets. <laughs> of course, yeah. I hadn't thought of it like that. <laughs> I don't have any red on my timeline. Um, uh, but you he said, t- yeah. I've got a spare ticket if you want it. My, my, um, uh, he said, come and meet me at Oxford University <laughs> in the astronomy section. Um, and uh, I'll give you the ticket. I bought, I bought the ticket. Um, I said, how much do you want for it? He went, oh, no. Oh, no, just say that. What a nice, what a nice man. What a nice we man. A, yeah. We met up for a couple of pints in Chippenham. Yeah. After that, a terrible boiling hot Chippenham away where, where we lost because I think everyone was still hung over. Yeah. Like um, <laughs> a shell scores. I, I, I like, I like Olaf. I, I give Olaf a I a I think he's got something about him, but um, you know, in Gary we trust, don't we? But I, yeah, I'd like to see a bit more of Olaf. Um, you know, when he... I, I'd, rather, I'd rather not to them. Rob Street, super, but he's at Crystal Palace, and you know, he's got. And I'd rather. I can't see much difference between Olaf and Rob Street, to be honest. At no. the moment, maybe I would in the under twenty three but but I think Olaf's been playing men's football since he was sixteen, so he looks tough. You know, he looks. He's, like he's, Matt Hughes last night looked fantastic. Yeah, they, I mean they've both obviously been training. They've both bulked up a little bit, haven't they? They're um, you know they're yeah. men, men rather than boys now. There's such a difference between first team men's football playing for three points, mm. you know, in a in the league than playing in the under twenty three league threes league, even in the Premier League. You know, you, so, well, you, you know, see these lads, and, and they're obviously being the thing. The trouble the trouble is with that and. With the academies, is these lads were the, you know, they're best when they were six. They're picked up when they're six, you know, seven. Yeah. You know, so they've been in this this system since they were six, seven years old, playing other lads like them. Mm. So they've never actually, if you get to twenty-two and you've not played men's football, even a clog in it on a Sunday morning where people are trying to kick you. Yeah. I think it's a shock. I I think think it's a real shock. Yeah. Yeah. And you come into a game like that uh, at Solihull Moors, where the conditions are difficult, where the you know the diff- yeah. you know you've got some rough, tough defenders there who, like you say, are, are, are trying to leave a bit of a mark on you. Exactly. Um, you know, you find Bowden there, and you've got Billy Wharton, you've got Josh Mera yeah. in front of you. You're taking, you know, you're taking food off their table. Yeah. Basically, they want to play, they want to earn money, they want to get another contract. Yeah. You know, they're not going to let you play. You know, so I, I think, I mean, it's, it's a good education for someone like Rob Street, but I don't know if we've got room for that this year. No. Is, is, the, is the problem, is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's a, a very talented footballer and he'll go on to be the next Ronaldo, but <laughs> but at the moment it, it doesn't look... This isn't the stage you know, for him, is it? No. I'm trying not to be too negative, but mm. I'm just sort of saying it as a Yeah, true. So it's Woking again on Saturday, FA Trophy. I mean, yeah. it's, it would be lovely to be there again. It would be lovely to see uh, to see Paul Bastard. Hopefully, not um, not hobbling past on the crutches this time. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh, God. it's like when the Ravens left the tower, <laughs> wasn't it, guy? When it, when, it, when, it, when it looked like Paul couldn't get to the Woking away match. Oh, goodness! I've never seen so I many people that. so many people look so relieved when he came in through the turnstile <laughs> and, and and hobbled up in front of us all. Exactly. When's he, when's he getting his Oh, I, I, that's that's a tough one. I'm still working on getting one for Peter Cook down on the harbour side, but I don't oh, I don't, yes, I don't think that's yeah. ever going to happen. But um, <laughs> maybe not. No, he maybe had too much spurs, too much 
The thing that worries me, though, Charlie, the only thing that worries me is the effect of a defeat. You know, you, you get a bit of momentum going and Gary's all about momentum yeah. and you get a good win last night and now you're looking ahead to Saturday. The last thing you want is for the wheels to come off uh, at Woking on Saturday. Yeah. But I I, I yeah, know what you mean about the injuries. That's a Talk United fan chat speaking, isn't it, guys? <laughs> it is, mate, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll is. lose that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't I mean, want to see that. Armani Little is injured as far as I know. You see, the thing with Gary is that he, you know, for all the right reasons, he doesn't talk about who's injured, how close they are to coming back, because he doesn't want the opposition to know. So, like in North Korea, isn't it? <laughs> there is a bit of an information blackout on the injuries, but I can see you why. Know, you know, how he does it, I have no idea. In this, in this day and age, when you, you know, you can find out, yeah. you know, yeah. anything you want, basically, before it happens. You know, the, the, the media blackout at Talk United is, is you it, know, Kim Jong-un is going to be uh, <laughs> well, we, we're, we're sort asking of, him for tips. We're sort of scavenging on uh, social media. There was that point the, uh, the other day when Andrew Nelson posted on Twitter, yes. guess who's back? I thought, fantastic. But what he meant was he was right. back on Instagram, which is not quite, <laughs> which is, <laughs> not quite the same. Can you imagine Dave Caldwell doing that? <laughs> Imagine Dave Colwell on Instagram. Dave How long would Dave Colwell have lasted with a troll on Twitter? Oh, not long. Not long. The, tro- <laughs> well, the troll wouldn't have lasted very long, I don't think. You tro- players like, yeah, player. players like Ken- um, Kenny Allen, John Impey and uh, Dave Caldwell oh, yeah. would have dealt with the internet trolls pretty quickly, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Gee whiz. Oh, that, was, uh, that was a great... I love that squad. That was a great squad. I could Oh, they were great games, oh, weren't they? Mate. And the it's Scunthorpe on, it's ones. On YouTube, that game. Yeah. It's on YouTube, that game, Brian. The pouring. I was at that game. The pouring rain. Yeah. But I remember it just being... It was unreal. Yeah, it was. Unreal. It was a, it was a tremendous... We kind of lost it up there in the first leg, hadn't we? Because, yeah, you know, yeah. we played really well in that second leg. Is that Cyril or Dave Smith? Is that Cyril or Dave Smith? It was Cyril. I'm pretty sure it was Cyril. I stand yeah. to be corrected, but I'm pretty sure it was still Cyril then. Um, yeah. Good, good, good. Of course, Alan Nil played for Swansea that day as well, didn't he? Did he? He did. did he? Alan Nil was in the Swansea side. Another there. thing to wind me up about it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I just, I just line them up for you. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell me all sorts. Yeah, but well, it's Ashley Barnes. Ashley Barnes, apparently, isn't it? Guy, you go. Yeah. God, he looks nothing with us, and that's the thing. You know, you have someone like Rob Street. It could be Ashley Barnes. Yeah. You know, yeah. playing in the Premier League, scoring against Liverpool. You can you you never know with football. You just cannot tell, can no. you? You know, you, you look at some people and you go, you look at some, especially down our. Who do I remember playing? The only one I've ever called. He'll be good. A Barnet away. Yeah. And, uh, oh, 
long time ago, long, long time ago. Ing, Ings Marson. Yes. Do you him? Yes, Ings I do. Ings Marson. And he played uh, four or five times for a, a barnet away. He ran the show first mm. off and he scored. And, and then I was like, blimey, how have we got him? He's unbelievable. Next day, signed for Brentford. Yeah. <laughs> I I always thought all, yeah. he was just sort of it's it was like resting in his account. He was just um, sitting in at Plainmore waiting for his paperwork to go through. I'm sure there was something yeah, like right, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, he was ever a long term right. signing for us, but yeah, he was some player and went on to have a fantastic yeah. career as well, didn't he? Yeah, he really did, didn't he? He really did. He really did. But that yeah, that eighties, mid eighties, mid to late eighties, early nineties sort of period was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It? With yeah. Wembley and, I mean, but the thing is, it feels like that now, I think, is the reason I hark back to that. I know it's a different division, but it feels like that now. Yeah. The yeah. players are characters. You know you know they are. And that's the thing, again, back to being watching every game and, and, oh, and, and having connection with Twitter and everything. You, the, the players have character, mm. they, they, they have personality. You, you can point them out in the street, you know, you can. You, know they are and that comes from the top you know that comes from from Gary from yeah. from gig. be yourself personality yeah. confidence in yourself and that feeds down to the team and that you know and that's a way to live your life in it as well so absolutely absolutely Charlie before I let you go tell me a bit about the National Obsession because um, other podcasts oh, yeah. are available and you and John do uh, it's a Talker United podcast that isn't a Talker United podcast it's not a Talker United whoever says it is is an absolute <laughs> liar guy <laughs> we are two Talker United fans who attempt to make a podcast about the whole National League yeah, yeah. unfortunately we're both pretty upset with Talker United and it often turns back round to talking about. We use talking about as our experience of the National League. Yes. We talk about other clubs, and, you know, and we do lots of. It's it's not journalistic in any way, you know. It's all about jokes and characters and songs and um, uh, being a bit silly. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and the letters we get as well from the, the, our people, the fox we call them, friends of the family, the people who listen and. and uh, uh, we have recurring characters. We have the non-league bard who turns up. He's sort of a he's called Roger John McClark. He's sort of a Roger McGough, John Cooper Clark yeah. hybrid. Um, we have uh, also well, we do we have a we have Roger and Brian who are Bristow's bench regular. Yeah, you have the, bloody hell, bloody hell. <laughs> you have the, re- um, the 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 good um, the, the man of the cloth, the Reverend Playmore. The Reverend and now. The Reverend only attended two games so far because um, he's pretty new on the scene. But the Reverend attended Barnet yeah. and last night. So bless you <laughs> to the Church of Gary Johnson and uh, he's bringing you all on. You know, ask and thee shall receive, guy. Brilliant. Um, well, uh, but well, no, we have a lot of fun. What a obsession. Yeah. One of the things I like about it is you remind me of the pair of you remind you remember Ronnie Corbett used to do these things on the two Ronnies where he would sit down on his chair and ramp. There'd be a story somewhere in the middle, but he would ramble yes. off at tangents. That's what you two guys do. I know you're going to get back to the point eventually, but I, I do enjoy yeah. the um, the ramble in between. Yeah, well, John, John will attempt to give us the National League news. Yeah. And I am much more interested in... Um, telling him about my new Karsha 
Karcher steam cleaner <laughs> or because <laughs> that's more interesting a lot of the time isn't far it? more interesting you got a pressure washer or a steam cleaner do you know I've been considering Go getting on. one you may be tipping me over the edge here Charlie I was thinking <laughs> what are you interested in a steam cleaner or a, what, what's the job you need doing guys? I was thinking pressure washer for the decking and things like that yeah, oh yeah. You need um, at least 25 foot of hose. Do really? You need the pressure. Okay. I see. Let you know that. This is um, the information you don't get on other podcasts, isn't it? Exactly. And i tell you what, guys, well, get a good connection on your tap. Yeah. Oh, it, it's a nightmare otherwise. First few times, our oh, house was full of water. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'd go Carter all day long. I mean, there, I'm sure there are other ones, but you can try other ones. They're just going to break down. Also, are you in a hard water or a soft water area, guys? Soft, soft water, painting, painting, soft water area. Okay, well, then you won't have a trouble with lime scale. It'd be absolutely no. fine. No, yeah, this yeah, is. So, but yeah, I, I, I can only recommend it. There are various different sizes, guys. This is top, um, top quality punditry, Charlie. Thank you very much. I don't have a shed. I don't have a shed, guys. So I went for the compact. Yeah. Um, but there are obviously other. Depends, and also, if you're going to use it on bikes and things, just be careful of. Your uh, of uh, of um, bits of your bike that will not will not like the pressure. Okay. Mo- most of my bike is like that. To be honest, it's uh, seen seen better days. <laughs> what um what day of the week does National Obsession come out, Charlie? Uh, well, we re- uh, we record on a Wednesday. I show it today. Um, yeah. And then um, it comes out on a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah. And I present on Talk Sport um, on. At nine till uh, what time do? Nine till eleven on a Saturday morning as well, and I try and get in as many talking <laughs> references as I'm possibly allowed on national radio. And you're getting a bit. I mean, talked about lockdown earlier on. You'll be lucky, or you'll be glad to see um, live venues reopening. Get out to do a bit of stand up. Yeah, yeah. Get out. I've been doing a few gigs online. Which is yeah. Nice, but um, I plan. I've written a show about Devon. I've written a show called Cream Before Jam. Yeah. About Devon and being that which was my, the show yeah. I was about to do when this all hit. Um, so I will be getting that out and about um, as soon as I uh, probably probably I'm going to leave it till next year. I think make sure we're all yeah. back and rolling. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing Cream Before Jam, which is about being from Devon and Devon and Devonshire people. Um, and look, my love of it, basically. Um, I look, for, uh, look forward to that. that as well. That'll be next year as well, yeah. So, yeah, what's that? Excellent. You should do a gig at Playmore. They should find a way of well, getting you into... Uh... I'm actually, I'm going to suggest that I do something at Boots, maybe as a fundraiser yeah. um, for the club, because um, uh, maybe try and get a couple of ex- ex-players on as well, you mm-hmm. know, just, uh, or see if, see, if, yeah, see if we can do an evening with, with a bit of, with a bit of uh, talking ideas thrown in as a nice fundraiser. I think that'd be good for the club. But I'm... I'm I'm gonna wait until it's all open yeah. and properly. No one's. I don't want to do it when everyone's in a mask or whatever. To be honest, it's not quite the same. So, so I'm gonna. I think maybe this time next year we'll be yeah. uh, able to, or Christmas, you know, be able to do something a little bit bit safe. When everyone's had their vaccine, has Gary had his vaccine, guy? Do we know that? You're a journalist. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, um, I imagine he might be in the next tranche of people I, I'm, I, I'm not so. but uh, yeah I th- think it's a, you know it's a matter of time now isn't it everybody's just got to keep uh, keep locked down get the vaccine exactly. and then we can get back to normal again just keep yourself safe in it and then yeah. keep yourself safe be sensible and then we can get out there and, do and um, we can but, um, just please 
leagues carrying on, basically. That's got to be a Herald Express front page, isn't it? Gary with his arm rolled up. It has, hasn't it? Yeah, we did one with the the, um, the messages to the NHS. He hasn't been on the front page since, I don't think. We'll have to try and uh, see if we can get his vaccination picture for the front. I think so. I think that'd have been a bit... bit I'm not, not that I'm trying to be the pictorial editor of the Herald Express guy. No. <laughs> the, the job's available if you want it, Charlie. <laughs> thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I really, I mean, it's really nice to talk to you know, it, Thanks for all the stuff you've done over the years. Keeping me in touch wherever I am. It's been great to have you, and we'll we'll have you on again. It's um you know it's good, and, and good luck to you and John with National Obsession. It's a good podcast. Um, it's always good for the Talkie fans to have a variety of stuff to listen to. There's the lads on Talkie Talk with their podcast, which yeah. comes and goes. Um, there's ours, there's yours. The more, the merrier, I reckon. Exactly, I think so. I agree, guy. I agree very much. Absolutely, Charlie. Thank you so much. Um, you know, Cheers, take guy. take care, I stay agree. well, and we'll uh, we'll see Talk you for a pint. See and you for um, a pint. Yeah, I'd love a pint at some point. Yeah, see you for a pint. Thank you, Charlie. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Okay, mate. Bye. Thanks. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.